when it's a nice day, maybe it's summer, maybe a holiday, maybe Fourth of July. I feel New Zealand. No. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) I feel the proper term. We didn't even start our timer. (laughs) Shiza. Maybe those rings will be just came out and you're not let them alert. If you feel it, New Zealand, take a moment and listen to the IFNC podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 124 of the IFNZ podcast. Chad, I'm sorry I have to do this to you. I'm really sorry, oh. but we have to start this episode with an ad. Oh, no. Um, I don't know why I said, oh, no. I, I know. <laughs> like, it was a real bad thing. <laughs> An unprompted ad. I mean, you apologize, uh, so, I had, so I had to react you're aware accordingly. that I was on a, another podcast at one point in time, Geek Grab Bag. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so this is actually an ad for geekgrabbag.com. What? Yeah. Uh, if nice. you'll If you'll entertain me. Um, I will entertain you. What do you want me to do? You want me to get up and dance? Now, if you don't mind. We got a video now. Maybe, maybe like later on, once this actually comes out and stuff, maybe you, uh, for, the, for the audio uh, listeners, uh-huh. uh, you could add in some like... Uh, some maybe some like soothing music or something like that while I'm talking. I guess you I got could that, do that too. Uh, that <laughs> elevator music that I play sometimes. Let me just like put that under. Yeah, yeah. That's or great. I got some smooth jazz. E- e- anything that's like just a it's nice a, little warm tone makes you feel a, like uh, welcome and, and warm. It's a uh, Remy K. Sure. It's Ken- Kenny G's cousin. Ooh, really? <laughs> okay. Uh, some people may find it difficult to have time to relieve stress or heal their tiredness because they are busy at work or with a private life. In such case, consider using a business trip massage in Mentako, Tokyo. A business trip massage, the Minato word, is a service where a therapist can be dispatched to a hotel room. Uh, not only does it require not require you to go to a store, uh, but it's also popular because you can receive a healing massage in a truly relaxing space that does not disturb anyone, such as a hotel room. Uh, a heart. If you have any questions or anything, like you can just interject any. I'm I'm just kind of I'm in shock a little bit. Like I don't really actually know what's happening, so I'm just kind of like soaking it in. I'm I'm flatlined on you a little bit. I do apologize. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just kind of like <laughs> I'm just listening. You're just listening. <laughs> I'm a captive audience at the moment. <laughs> okay, just no questions about where we're going with this. Not yet. Really. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, keep going. Okay. Therefore, if you're worried that you will not have time to heal, it's a good idea to start looking for a business trip massage in the Minato Ward in Tokyo. Wait, didn't we already do this? It's it's on there twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, using such a business trip massage, it's only uh, it is the therapist nomination that is no, uh, no loss. The situation where a therapist of your favorite type will give you a massage with all your heart, and you will be able to have a conversation partner during the treatment will heal not only your body, but also your mind. Therefore, there is no loss in considering the use of nominations for on-site massage. Thank you. What just happened? Uh, so the geekgrabbag.com website for the podcast oh. has been hijacked by a Japanese <laughs> <laughs> massage parlor. <laughs> That's awesome. So Dallas still pay pays for, for the site. <laughs> yes, for we haven't done the web, the podcast for two years yeah. now, over two years Absolutely. now. Absolutely, and he still pays for it. <laughs> but somehow, Jordan <laughs> decided it was just like I'm going to go to the website and look at some of the old articles just for right. funsies and see what was on there. 
fully Japanese. I had to convert it to English on wow. Chrome with a Chrome extension. Yeah. Uh, is a Japanese massage parlor website for the Minato Award in it, which is a business district in Tokyo. <laughs> and they do like basically quote unquote at home delivery. Like they'll send a masseuse your way oh, to a hotel wow. room or your house or wherever, and they'll privately massage you there. To which I was prompted to be like, Dallas, how do we make money doing this? <laughs> how do we get in on this? Yeah. Because he still has control over it, I guess. It's still coming out of his bank account. It's like yes. a 140 bucks a year. Wow. That he's paying for these people to be on there. That's awesome. And I told him, I was like, you better get a hold of somebody. I mean, we don't, I don't, I don't care whether the, the GGB stuff goes up or, right. you know, comes back up and stays the same or whatever. If he just wants to shut it down, it was just like, just don't let it be the way it is now. <laughs> It's just so fucking ridiculous. That's crazy. So I recommend all of you guys going to geekgrabbag.com. While you can, while you still can. While you still like- can, because uh, limited time offers for those <laughs> massages next time you're in the Minato Ward. That is, that's crazy. How have you been? I've been good. Yeah. It's been a, been a, a good, uh, good while. Yeah. Been enjoying life. Um, it's good. Doing a lot of uh, media consumption. Media consumption. Uh, getting COVID vaccinated. Yeah, me too. We we are we're safe. Got to keep it vaccinated. That's right. Hey. Absolutely. So uh, don't you take a shit on me. That's been cool. Uh, that's how it goes, right? <laughs> absolutely. I think so. Um, yeah, I think that's that's been about it. I got a. I finally locked down a PlayStation Five. Nice. And uh, so that's at the house as we speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sacrificing PlayStation Five time to talk to everyone and you, especially. Good, um, but I guess that's dedication. I, everybody else, I guess, I'm not talking to them; they're just listening. Yeah, which is most of the conversations I have in life, anyways. Right. They're just me talking and people I pretending would hope to so. listen. That's it'd be really weird if uh, conversations were different than talking and listening, and well, listening and talking. But somebody else has to be like listening or uh, replying generally. And no, I mean, there's a lot of people in like mental wards that do that all the time. Mm. Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I so, mean, you could still be having an active conversation just in your own mind. That's true. Absolutely. It'd be fun. Um, I tried a new snack. Yeah. Recently. Uh, they had the, uh, the Skittles gummies that yeah. came out. Have you tried those yet? I have not. Um, they just came out like a week or two ago. Um, very tasty, very delicious. It was like probably the softest gummy that I've ever had. It was fresh. You could tell well, it, like it was like borderline factory fresh. <laughs> I don't know if it was just factory fresh because I'm sure we've probably had near factory fresh trolley before, and those things are still pretty chewy. Yeah, there's some. I've had some good soft gummies. This is like borderline. Like I'm about to eat a cup of Jello gummies. No shit, <laughs> they're pretty fucking soft. Are they're they, very tasty. They, are they yeah. tiny? Yeah, yeah. They're actually they're like about skittle that size. size. They're they're a little larger than skill size. So what you were doing there, like probably about like dime size or mm-hmm. a little bit bigger. Um, but they the flavors in them are very good. I really like the the blueberry one that's in there. It's uh, it's it's very it blueberry uh, skittle. Yeah, yeah. They have a. Is that normal? Is that part of the family? I don't think so. Typically, okay. it's but not the it's, normal like pack, but maybe like in the wild berry. Yeah, this this is a a specific pack because they had one that was for original flavors and they had one that was like tropical or something. Where does uh, where does one find these? Uh, any convenience store. Uh, Walmart's and stuff like that too. I picked okay. mine up at Casey's oh, general store. I want that. Casey's in rules no. Yeah. Dun dun. Yep. Uh so I just want to tell you that. I like other that. Than that. Uh nothing exciting has happened in my life other than the Skittles. <laughs> That's <laughs> a highlight. It's a highlight. What are you gonna do? Uh no, I uh 
yeah, been getting COVID vaccinated, hit with uh, work has had our shift changeover. Hmm. I haven't been getting hit with as much overtime. Um, I have not been like feeling super great recently anyways, gotcha. not because of like the COVID stuff, just I've been feeling really blah. We actually had a cat pass away. Yeah, um, sorry about that. Like a week and a half ago now and been just really bummed out and yeah. stuff like that. Don't want to bring the mood of the podcast. Couldn't down. imagine. So no. yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. Lifelong partner gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny kitties. They're they they mean a lot. They do. More than what you ever think. Oh yeah. I think about that all the time. I'm like, something ever happened to Gertie, like I I think I'd lose my shit. So Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I get that. Me That's... too. I've never even met her and I would lose my shit for you. <laughs> oh, uh, more food news. You got some more food news? I That's do. Cool. Uh, it's something that I'm extremely excited about, and I think you might be too. Is it peanut butter, peanut butter? Is all the peanut butter, man. <laughs> I'm fucking stoked for So this. excited for so this. So Reese has announced its new Ultimate Peanut Butter Lover's Cup. The name, as you may have guessed, uh, is tipped off, uh, is a uh, uh, peanut butter cup that is all peanut butter on the inside, and the outside shelling is also peanut butter that is like a hardened peanut butter absolutely um in the same classic uh reese's form i don't know what you would call it the cup with the ridges yes <laughs> that fucking regular yeah. looking they cups. uh because they did like the half they did like the peanut butter lovers like yeah where it was like extra and then they did the chocolate lovers like a couple years back yeah. and that was cool that was okay but like the fact that i can just like throw a giant peanut butter snack into my mouth i'm into it absolutely i'm really really stoked for this i think we've talked about all the different kinds of combinations that we could possibly get with Reese's the last time they did like a big iteration. Mm-hmm. Like when, when we talk about like, like the snack cakes and stuff, because we both agreed, like probably the more peanut butter, the better with it. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm 100% into it. Like I said, I feel like if they were to do my, my dream one would be probably so the amount of chocolate you have in like a Reese's thin, because mm-hmm. it's very thin layers of chocolate on you know everything, because it's supposed to be like almost like a. I don't like think I've wa- ever had a Reese's thin. Yeah, they're like this. they're like they're like wafer thin Those little like, Reese's, like hundred calorie packs or whatever. Like it's no, like they're the, they're very small. Like oh, they're okay. like this. They're flat. The crackers, kind of like cracker thin. You know what I'm talking okay. about? Like that thin, but it's still layered out. So it's like chocolate peanut butter chocolate, mm. and you know that kind of a sense of it like we're still encased in chocolate and has the peanut butter but the the amount of chocolate that's there is very minuscule because it's so thin uh-huh. i would love that level of chocolate which is just like you went dunk, just uh-huh. a little slight dunk, very small amount but then the amount of peanut butter that's in a big cup yes that one i want that uh-huh. i want all that much peanut butter with just a little dunk. Yes, of the chocolate. Uh, now, one might I, call that a, like a like a buckeye, like a like you know you get those peanut butter balls and they just like dip. Yeah, chocolate. Like it's I just feel got like a thin... it's not buckeye. Is it traditionally milk chocolate like a Reese's or is it dark? I thought buckeyes were dark chocolate. I don't know. Okay, I I'm could not, not tell I'm not you. Certain. I, I thought that they were dark chocolate. I know they make them in varieties. They might be milk chocolate. I might have been missing out. I thought I have avoided buckeye. Uh, because it was dark because it was dark for the most part but if I there's a milk chocolate buckeyes i might be in because if, that sounds the like if you like the flavor of more peanut butter and less chocolate you could just go the dark chocolate route just, because it's a muted chocolate. Say, you could just make something at home you could just do you that. could just like make balls of peanut butters throw them in the freezer and then badunk yourself in chocolate at home. <laughs> i bought some homemade buckeyes yeah, yeah you could go just, my way you could badunk <laughs> all night long 
Uh, but I uh, I bought a jar of just Reese's peanut butter again, like not too long ago. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I want to try this, and I can't remember if it has a better flavor or if it's different. It's mostly just it's it's, it's, it's just peanut it's butter, peanut butter. Right? Yeah, it's it's not like what you would expect it's not in filling. Yeah, yeah. The, I feel the New proper terminology. The- <laughs> no, good night. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the proper term. We didn't even start our timer. Shaisa. <laughs> I feel the proper terminology for. Uh, I don't even know where I was at with that. What were we talking about? I uh, was talking to that? about. I was lost. Frack. Uh, peanut butter. Reese's peanut butter. The jar. Oh, the inside. The peanut butter that is inside of a Reese's peanut butter. More sugar. I I, I want to say that that is froth. You think I, it's froth? Yeah. I've had I had whipped peanut butter not so long ago. I feel like it's, it's not, not, not quite, that it's whipped. It's not quite that. Yeah. So Is I mean, that what you mean got, by it's, froth? I, it's got a sugar, but it's aerated, but not like whipped. Not aerated. too aerated. Yeah. They, they not aerated in the sense that we're like eating a whipped topping, but it's like aerated just enough to make it like almost have like a frothy consistency. Yeah. It's like when you uh, when you scramble eggs, uh-huh. you don't want to do it too much because then you'll get the 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 peaks. Yes. You get stiff peaks. Yeah. And you That's don't want the name of my new Netflix original series, <laughs> Stiff Peaks. Stiff Peaks. Yeah, you get stiff peaks. That's true. It's like it's the consistency of like when you have a really infected toe. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Not a fan. Viewers are gone. Let's pull them back in with Pringles. <laughs> There's new Pringles. There's new Pringles. Uh, this is for Halo Infinite coming out this fall. Uh, this is an exclusive deal with uh, Walmart. They are making an exclusive uh, Pringles flavor called the Moa Burger, which is an extinct bird uh, in real life from like the Australia, New Zealand area. Oh, but they kind of brought it back into the Halo universe and say that they existed on the planet Reach in Halo. I see. Which Reach no longer exists because the planet got glassed. So they got so extinct, they got extinct again. Extinct again. But. <laughs> At, they Damn, they would it, it's kind of like a weird almost like a looks kind of like a dinosaur mixed with like a emu huh. it's, it's it's very bird but it's got some semi kind of reptilian look but they make burgers and stuff out of it I see um, kind of like what you would do with like emu burger and stuff like that so this flavor is actually Moa burger and uh, so it's it's meant to taste like a, a real life extinct and also fictional extinct animal <laughs> I uh, see exclusively at Walmart Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Halo. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing that I have food news wise was uh, uh, there are new Dunkin' spicy flavored jelly beans out. <laughs> That's so many inceptions of flavors. I These find are, that they won't be good. They're out now. It's sold exclusively at Walgreens. Okay. For you, those of you that are wanting to find these. That's at the Dunkin', corner of Dunkin' and Happiness. Duncan, I thought you were going to tell us like where the location was in Carbondale. <laughs> no, but will do you know that every Walgreens is on a corner? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that they always make it at a juncture. That's I didn't. It clicked to me at one point in time. I think it was mm-hmm. like down in New Orleans, and I was like, "That Walgreens on a corner. It's on the corner of Healthy and Happiness." Oh my God! They just put all of them on a corner on purpose. Yeah. That's amazing. Fun Just fact. like all of the O'Reillys are always uh, no more than one city block away from an AutoZone. Hold on. Did you just ask? I said the O'Reillys isn't close to an uh, oh. Are there both? They're both in, in Murfreesboro? I don't think there is an AutoZone in Murfreesboro. There is an O'Reillys. Yes. So that that is fine. 
Oh, that's okay. If there is an auto zone. They have to be close to one another. Because that was auto zone initially prior to O'Reilly's. And in uh, the mid-2000s, the husband and wife that were like the the man that owns AutoZone, the CEO or whatever, mm-hmm. um, they got a divorce. And she actually started up O'Reilly's as her privatized business. Uh-huh. And that was like part of the thing that she did kind of in spite of him. <laughs> so if there was an AutoZone, that's Holy like cow. her thing. Like she gets the O'Reilly's business built and put as close to the AutoZone as possible. So if there's an auto, uh, an O'Reilly's and there's no AutoZone around, that's she fine. She just wins. That's, she, yeah, she wins because there's she no got the town. Yeah, there's yeah. there's no monopoly or anything like that. But if there is an AutoZone, she will have one put there next to it. That's, that's why awesome. in most townships, I, I didn't realize that and, and put more of that together. I was like, it's that way in DuCoin. I've seen it that way. I think in Sparta, the Carbondale is the same way. Carbondale is the same way. Um, just uh, going out of uh, the state and stuff as well. In St. Louis, I've I crossed past several, like on like a little side yeah. uh, side routes and stuff like that. It's the exact same way as well, too. That's bizarre. Yeah, and she uh, does not like him. And the the auto zone, if I'm not mistaken, in Carbondale went out of business. Uh, I don't know. And the O'Reilly's is still standing, but Napa's there. And that's all that matters. <laughs> Got that Napa know-how. Napa nowhere. <laughs> uh, so the five flavors of the jelly beans, for those that are curious, uh, uh-huh. is toasted coconut, hazelnut, caramel latte, butter pecan, and French vanilla. The classic. Wow. 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 I had a, a really good um, p- uh, pizza, oven pizza, pizza from oven Walmart. Pizza? Uh, yeah. Did they cook it in a pizza oven? No, I, I cooked it. Uh, in your pizza oven? <laughs> In my, I, it's an oven that I cook pizza in, so I guess that's a pizza oven. Yeah. Do you cook it on rack only, or do you cook it? On I've never pan? cooked on rack because I uh, it scares me. Feel yeah. like I'm gonna make a mess underneath. Why would you? Because uh, what if the toppings tumble? They're not. I mean, that's the whole point of the dough. It expands and it envelops up and around it. But what if it falls off while I'm placing? Uh, this you you have to have one of those. Uh, uh, what are they called? The sticks. What is the, that the, hand the, motion you're doing? The, that's what you do to turn the pizza and stuff with the the stick, the pizza stick thing. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I do. But the big flight. What's it called? I, I, there's not a name for it. There is a name no, for it. No I know name. there is a name for it. I just can't think of what it's called. No, there's, it doesn't have one. Pizza stick. It's the 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 pizza. TM. The flat guy. The flat thing. Yep. I don't have one of those in my home. You could. I guess, yeah, you're right. I could. Other than that, if you didn't, then I would just say something else that's flat, spatulas. I just put it on like a pizza pan. Yeah. But if you wanted to get those sweet grill marks. Yeah, I don't bother me because they're on the bottom. And Yeah, but it make it so crispy. Well, I got a I got a, a a pizza pan that has holes in it. That's close enough, right? It has holes in it? Yeah. You're living dangerously. What if the toppings <laughs> fall out of those <laughs> holes? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Uh no no I've uh really just been focusing on uh playing video games yeah yeah uh so let's say this you have the PS5 we kind of briefly talked about yes. this a little bit beforehand um so you have the PlayStation Five what are PlayStation Five games or ports or whatever that it is that yeah. you're wanting to you're looking forward to playing the most um I say you know I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh in a in a funny way and also in very seriously. <laughs> The Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Yeah. Like that whole collection seems like they're really putting a lot of time and effort into that. 
Um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited. I think it's going to be so buttery smooth on the PS five. Yeah. It's going to be really nice. Yeah. Your load times are going to be non-existent. Absolutely. <laughs> and then the, the horizon, the new horizon game. Yeah. Uh, when that comes out, I think that's still Next scheduled year. for 2021. No, I think it's 2022. Now. Is it been 2022? Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, final fantasy 16, which I, is next year it sounds like as well yeah um those are the titles i'm really excited for um so those i'm also just looking for i'm i'm curious to see what that improvement on the machine is how that feels what looks like um probably will end up happening to like start looking at tvs at some point and go like yeah oh if i got a nice machine like what's the the tv look like uh but this all has uh driven me to i'm getting rid of my playstation 3 my my backwards compatible uh is there a reason why uh i just don't ever play it okay and so it's like i'm just gonna get i don't have room for it and okay. so i'm looking i gotta find a buyer I gotta sell that boy at some point in time sure uh so i spent the last couple of weeks just like playing through all the games that i've bought for it and that i've had um i think what i'm gonna end up doing honestly is i'm going to get rid of the three and at some point shortly thereafter i'm gonna end up looking for a ps2 slim and just having that around because I've got there's like there's no PlayStation three games that I give a shit about um, because the whole the whole what point is two games. Are you playing? Um, let me tell you. OK, <laughs> <laughs> there is. So I there's a jackass PlayStation two game. Yeah. Like the movie game. Jackass the movie, the game. Yeah. Um, I I never played it. I bought it like on a whim, like at, yeah. a, at a vintage uh, stock or something like that, you know. And uh, I started playing it this past week, and it's fun. There's yeah. like, there's like it's all just like mini games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I had a really good time playing that. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three is uh, near and dear to my heart because that's like one of the games that I played when I I've been you know how my relationship with gaming is kind of like spacey. So like I did Kevin, I, like it's like ill. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I did like PC gaming when I was a kid, like. 95 to like 2000 yeah uh and then i didn't game at all and then i got a playstation 2 and i liked that and played for like three four years whatever and then didn't play it all again until uh four years ago yes four yeah Yeah. playstation 4 and that was and i only got that like four or five years ago if that um and so i've got a real spaced out amount of thing and so it was like, oh, I want to play all these games that I missed. And so I started gravitating towards them. And I was like, if you don't have that nostalgic pull to some of those older games, yeah. the graphics are hard to get around. Sure. So it's like, oh, cool. Like I'm I'm playing this this game that I thought was gonna be awesome, but it, it's hard to get around those graphics, and there's no kind of nostalgic feeling in your gut to be like, I remember playing this game. Yeah. So you kind of get get burnt out on it real quick. I can understand you just, that. You just kind of go, Bleh, whatever. Uh, so having said that, I, I missed the whole gap of PlayStation three. I had two games that I really was like excited to play on there. One was Alice Madness Returns mm-hmm. cause I never played any of that stuff. Uh, but I always thought it was cool cause yeah. like the American McGee's, I think EA makes that. I think so. It's think on, were, uh, it's on game pass now. Yeah. Because of the EA plays is on there. Yes. I downloaded it. I didn't play it because I never got to play that either. Yeah. Um, but I downloaded that so I could play it um, yeah. not too long ago. And for some reason, it's when it comes to current console license with EA, mm-hmm. it's only an Xbox game. Like on EA, like even EA Access, when you get the back library and stuff, yeah. 
only Xbox gets Alice Madness Returns. Sure. PlayStation doesn't for some reason. I yeah. I don't know why. Uh but I'm wondering with because I know that they're kickstarting a third one. Um, and so I'm wondering if at that point they'll do a remaster of one, two, and three together. And, yeah, they very well could. And it'll all kind of come out on next gen consoles and whatnot. I but, could see them even doing it as a buy-in, especially for the first two. Right. Since they usually, if they are on sale, they're fairly cheap. Mm. They might be like, hey, for like 70 bucks or something like that, you're going to get the new game and you're going to get packaged in the remaster, a slight remaster version yeah. of one and two bundled with it. Kind Absolutely. of so that you can play the whole trilogy and have it at your fingertips. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that one I kind of revisited a little bit and played because I'd been playing it off and on for sure. a while. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then uh, DuckTales was the Woo! other one, the remaster of of uh, the first one. Uh, so I I got to, I finished that a long time ago. Uh, I played recently, though, uh, on there. I had bought the this Castle of Illusion, the Mickey's Mickey? Castle. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is a is a remaster of like, a, I think a... It's a Genesis and a SNES game. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I had it on Genesis when I was younger. And uh, it looks really good. Like, it plays really yeah. well. But what's funny is, and knowing that that's a remaster, that game is the exact same game as Mario 64. You think? It is, like, almost to a T. Like, <laughs> instead of jumping in paintings, you yeah. still go to a room that you have to earn by getting so many of these coins. Yeah. You gain access. You're in a castle. Right. Somebody's taken many. And you've got to save her by going into all these rooms, and you just go into. Wonder what year it came out. I don't know, but uh, you go into the door. One of those things that make you go. Oh, I you, wonder where you heard this. <laughs> and it go. You play through it, and then you, as long as you earn enough, you can access the next door in the castle. Yeah, and you got to go, and you got to collect all yeah, seven re- diamonds. Sounds to, familiar to make the rainbow road to get over to Minnie. And I'm like, this is just the 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 stars that you've got to collect to yeah. get. <laughs> it was the exact same game almost. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Just trying to, I'm reconfiguring, getting prepped for the five. And uh, so I got a three I got to get rid of. I got a four I got to get rid of. And I got a slew of games that I got to get rid of at some point. A so, whole slew even? So if there's somebody that's listening that is wanting a, a backwards compatible PlayStation 3, Ooh. hit me up. At Shad know. Schubert. At Shad Schubert on Twitter. At Shad Schubert on Facebook. If All you search, things. if yeah. you find him, he, you'll find him. Yeah. He's the only person named that. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, I'm still playing Destiny. Yeah. Like How's a, that? Is like that a, expansion like still a, good? Like a mofo. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, like the, I said, the, new se- the new season's been going Season, on yeah. for the past couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, it's still really good. Uh, still kind of going strong with it. It's picking up like a little bit more story beats. This time around, they're trying to do it where as the weekly reset goes on, they've been incrementally adding more new battlegrounds as a mechanic to it. So it actually ends up expanding the story that they're trying to tell as well. Gotcha. Um, Not only is it like a new kind of conquest and stuff, but there's like new dialogue and new everything that kind of comes out with it and everything. So they're telling this like massive story over the course of however many weeks it is until the end of the season um of uh the humans versus the cabal kind of a thing and that kind of war that's being waged mm-hmm. even though it's 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 a quote unquote war at these battlegrounds that you're doing but it's also not it's almost like it's kind of almost like humans and the cabal leaders are kind of almost playing risk it's like 
they are fighting war, but it's almost a semi-friendly war in a sense of like, hey, we're trying to do this to test your metal, and you're trying to do this to test our metal because you're not going to comply with us and we're not going to comply with you. So it's that kind of a thing that's going on in that type of a thing. Part of me feels like the story is going to result with the cabal and the humans ending up siding, you know, with each other and becoming somehow allies mm-hmm. that will fight against the darkness together. So I think that's kind of the direction that they'll end up going with it. The enemy um, of my enemy is my friend. I think so. Kind yeah, it's very much so. Because, I mean, Destiny 2 started off with the what they would call the Red War, and literally the cabal coming and capturing the Traveler and ravaging and destroying parts of the last city and enslaving humanity. And it all just started with us like fighting against them completely until we kind of eradicated basically what would have been like 80% of them by now oh. <laughs> kind of a thing because we fought back. Gotcha. Um, that's That was that. I also have now downloaded because it was on sale um, Immortal Phoenix Rising. Immortals Phoenix oh, Rising. Yeah. Um, to try out, I'd heard a lot of people kind of saying it's a very, very bre- curious, very Breath of the Wild like kind yeah. of a thing is like what most. I watched a lot of the gameplay, just trying to like decide if I was gonna like be on the ground with this game, and I just it didn't look like it was doing what I wanted it to do for me. Sure, um, I'll tell you, it is very cool, very interesting. Yeah. I, I really enjoy the dialogue in it. Um, it starts off with kind of the background story of your character Phoenix mm-hmm. and what makes him a hero. And then you're actually playing as the character as it kind of unfolds the entire time you have um, Prometheus and Zeus kind of bantering back and forth. Kind of Prometheus is telling him a story of this human that is going to save them from one of the Titans that is kind of coming back mm-hmm. um, and trying to, uh, destroy the gods and take over the world basically again. And I forget which one it is. It starts with a T. I don't know. Regardless. Tom. <laughs> Tom the Titan. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Titan. Uh, yeah. So so Tom Titan is kind of doing his thing. And Zeus is kind of semi-scared, but he's playing it off because he's, he's a cool guy kind of right? thing. That's That's how he's playing it. That's uh, how that character is played too. So he goes to Prometheus, who's the the character that was like he imprisoned up onto the top of the the uh, the mountain and would always have his uh, uh, organs pecked out by like crows oh, and shit yeah. like that. You know, I'm talking about know exactly up here and Prometheus just just like, so I think we should put our bets on Phoenix. And I, I and he's just like, and he's just like a human. Come on. There's no way I'm already going to win this bet kind of a thing and he's just like no listen uh this this guy can is going to save humanity and I'll tell you why and then he starts narrating things and it's you playing now I see. and that narration's going on this banter back and forth even when you're doing like character creation on there mm-hmm. because there's a very slight like character creation of like picking your face if you're male or female oh, okay. hair color or stuff like you. that mm-hmm. um he, he, uh he's like uh phoenix is and then Zeus is like wait 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 stop I already know where this is going. He's and like you pick the male, and it's like he's kind of got. And then you'll pick like a skin color. It's like like olive skin, like he's been out in the sun too long, and 
And he's like kind of jarring. That's like, how you build your that's characters. That's how you build your that's characters cool. with him kind of rattling off stuff. They're like, hey, that's Windtorn or something like that. And it goes off like that way. And uh, that banter is definitely comical and adds a lot of lot to it. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really cool. Story-wise, uh, like I said, it, it's uh, it's you just basically trying to build up your arms so that you can eventually go and fight this titan i would assume is what it's kind of leading toward i'm only a handful of hours into it um but uh picking up the equipment all of the equipment is like the very first thing that you get is your brother had a blade that actually turned out to be gifted to him from achilles so you have the blade of achilles that you get because mm-hmm. your brother dies at the beginning of the game um and then you eventually get this uh battle axe that belonged to i can't remember who it was um ron and then, you, and then you get uh weasley ron weasley's battle axe and then you get the uh, wings of Icarus. Oh, um, and that's that what helps flying. you flying with and stuff like that too. And you're kind of building up your repertoire like you would do in like a God of War game, right. in that sense. But yeah, the, the open endedness of it and the, the exploration that you can do is very much a Breath of the Wild nice. in that sense because you can pick up different ingredients to kind of make different uh, potions and compounds that will help you out different ways. It actually has a stamina bar like Breath of the Wild does as well. So whenever you're climbing up different surfaces like mountains and stuff, mm-hmm. which you can do, like any random surface like you can in breath of the wild. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're climbing up these surfaces and stuff like that, you'll have the stamina and you can actually take your potions and stuff like that while you're climbing. Um, combat's pretty fun. Um, definitely very forgiving. And it has a lot of elements that are very breath of the wild too, which I kind of interesting seen like a, uh, breath of the wild has that dodge mechanic. So if you dodge at the last second, you can kind of get a parry on them uh-huh. and you can kind of like do this really fast rapid slashes and stuff like that. It has that same system. Cool. Um, like I said, it's 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 basically is what they say it is. It's like they took Breath of the Wild and then they gave it slapped at this uh, really cool Greek mythology story onto it, which is really cool. Um, the elements and the weapons that you get are all based off of like actual Greek mythos and all the characters are all from Greek mythos mm-hmm. as well. And it's very quirky and very funny, too. So well, I, like, I like Greek mythology a lot. So. Yeah. You've sold me on it probably better than any ad I, has for it's, it. Uh, it was on sale this last week. I think it's on sale until, I want to say, maybe this Saturday. Oh, I see. Um, so it might also be on sale because the sale is for supposed the five. to be it's for the five. Um, if not the five, then you could probably pick it up on the Switch. It was only like 30 bucks. Gotcha. It's still a $60 title. They mm-hmm. were just cutting it in half for this like this full week or something. I cool. picked it up on Saturday, I think. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Something about that game gave me like a weird taste in my mouth when it, cause I was, I was all about it, was it when semen. it was called God and, when it was called God and Monsters, Gods and Monsters. Gods and Monsters. Yeah. I was like, this game looks awesome. Yeah. And then for some reason, when they changed the name of the game, name of the game, yeah. the name of the game, uh, I was like, I don't like this game nearly as much. I thought yeah. the game, the title was badass. And I was like, this is going to be like a really cool game. I don't know why the title meant so much to me. I think it was more like, well, this is going to, they're making corporate decisions based on something about like, I think it was the energy drink. And it was like, yeah. well, is this going to be like a, a corporate, like makes everybody feel good game instead of like being unique and kind of cool. Uh, the way that they set it up now almost makes it like they could make it a franchise. So like uh, Immortals is like probably going to be what they call oh, the name yeah. of the franchise. Yeah. And Phoenix Rising is because that your character's title? name is Phoenix. Yeah. And it's about him 
starting off as like a nobody with no powers. His brother is the one who had was strong and was a warrior, and he was like a shield bearer for his brother. Yeah. You know, I will like a squire would do. You know, right. I'll go, I'll learn the moves and stuff like that. But I'm not a knight. I'm mm-hmm. not. You know, I'm not the warrior. I'll just hold your shield for you until it's time for battle, and then. His brother dies and this thing that happens at the beginning. And it's just like, now it's time to literally pick up the sword of Achilles <laughs> and start your journey kind of a thing. And that's how it all kind of gets. So it's mm-hmm. a really cool way to tell a story. And like I said, it, it kind of makes it to me think like they could literally brand the next one Immortals, colon, and even make it not right. Greek mythology. They could do something that's Norse or yeah. Egyptian or whatever they want to do and go with some other completely different mythos and then kind of build up from there. Cool. Um, but the way that it's set up and everything, I think it's really cool. I don't think it warrants as much like playtime to me. It doesn't feel like it'll be like as heavy of an investment as a lot of people would put into like Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not 200 it is, hours. Yeah. I mean, you could probably could because there's a lot of collectibles and stuff in it. And you, yeah. you benefit, you know, you do nothing but benefit from doing it. Like there's uh, pieces of uh, these stones called ambrosia that you can pick up and that actually like re- makes you get like more health. Um, so you can go and collect all these different treasures that might mm-hmm. be different items or collectibles and stuff like that too. Um, but I feel like this one is so not that breath of the wild wasn't, but this one's so story forward. Like you want to follow the next destination to figure out what's yeah. going to happen. Like I said, not that Des- Zelda didn't, but Zelda had so much other stuff going on in the world that it'd be like, yeah, I could do this dungeon, you know, for the, for the next, uh, whatever they were called the the four beasts yeah uh, the whatever they were um the four fantastic beasts that's all i could think of was fantastic <laughs> beasts i can't the divine beasts uh so yeah you could go and do that but you're like you know the boss is like it's the the lightning thunderbolt gandon or whatever and i know it's uh, people were saying he's a pain in the ass so i want to go and grind out getting some of these stuff yeah. so i can get my stamina and my health more and get get plenty of fire arrows and shit like that before i go in yeah so it's like really one and this one it's kind of like you're really getting these pieces as you're going just on the main story. It's it's like open-ended to me in the same way. It's like they took like they took like the best parts of the latest God of War and then the best parts of like Breath of the Wild and they had like a cool little baby. Because it's more cartoony, obviously, in yeah. a sense, but it still has some semi-mature context and stuff like that. But it's definitely like that kind of open-ended, but at the same time with God of War, you're just like, it's so story-driven. You want to know what's going to happen kind of a thing. So kind of more like that to me. That's cool. You sold me a ticket. I'm going to look it up uh, while we take an ad break. Love music? You know Shad and I do. And we've got some new music news so important, we've got to do it in an ad. Sad Max from Reverend Peyton's big damn band fame and an awesome musician in his own right now has a Patreon page. And on this Patreon page, magical things are happening. Sad Max is creating a Southern Illinois record label called River to River Community Records. Every month, if you're not sure how the Patreon thing works, Max is releasing recordings and music videos of himself along with getting the River to River Community Records releases at cost. And that's just the $1 tier. And at the $5, you get monthly concerts from Sad Max. Past that, there are hand-tied lures, stained glass art, and all kinds of other things. It's awesome to have someone shining the light on local talent of Southern Illinois because there is a lot of cool musicians around us. Check out Sad Max's Patreon page at patreon.com slash sadmax. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sadmax. Sad Max. 
Thanks for checking out the IFNC podcast. This May will be our third year birth diversary, and we want to do something special. Merch diversary! In order to do that, though, we want to know what everyone would be into. T-shirt, hat, sticker, poster, and condoms. Check out our pin tweet on Twitter at IFNC podcast or on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash IFNC podcast, or of course, ifnz.net fill out the survey and one lucky survey participant will get the new merch piece that we decide on sent to their home foc free of charge so let us know what ifnz merch you would be most excited about us having available and you might just get one for free check it out on ifnz.net or any of our social medias back at it we're at it again we did it we took a break hands and you in listened the air. to something that we had recorded about something, and then you liked it. Hey, uh, before I forget, before I forget, I have to, I have to tell you about the Can't Get Right show that's coming up. Oh, there's a Can't Get Right show that's coming up. Finally, finally, finally playing out live. I don't because you're vaccinated, and it, it isn't because I'm vaccinated. I booked the show way before I was vaccinated. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's I'm I'm so excited to be out in the the live like music scene again. Yeah, uh, we're playing at the Vets. You familiar with the vets? Uh, like a veterinary clinic? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, yeah, I've been to a few. <laughs> the venues are a little rough these days, so yeah. like we take what we can get. You're playing to all the <laughs> sick animals. <laughs> it's like a it's this this veterinarian place locally that uh, they're celebrating like 30 years they've been around. Oh, and so they they want to have a band. Nice. And so we're gonna we're gonna pitch a tent outside. Ooh, hot. And, uh, <laughs> No, the Vets is uh, is a bar in Dow, Illinois, oh. uh, not too far away from you. No, not at all. Um, a hop, skip, and a jump, you could say. Is it the one that's down the main street? Yes. Off yeah. to the left? Yeah. Yes, the I only, believe so. I think one of the only other bars now. Yeah, it's the only, because uh, Van Zandt's isn't up anymore, no, I don't it's think. Not, no. So it's the they only other. stuff that's been spray painted over their doors and signs oh. and stuff now. But yeah, we're uh, we're playing at the Vets on March 20th. Nice. Uh, it's a Saturday night. Saturday night. Nine to noon. Where we're or nine to midnight. Nine to noon. That would be that'd be a long show. Or it would or be a real a, early, real show. early show. <laughs> One of the picking two. Up, picking up all those sweet <laughs> early morning drinkers. Uh, no, nine, treat. nine to midnight. I'm uh, I'm nervous about a midnight show. It's been a long time since I've played till midnight. We've been yeah. rocking these cushy winery gigs before this, where it's uh-huh. like. We're done at seven, you know, ten at the latest, sure. and uh, so a midnight show. It's like, oh man, not since it's gonna, a, gonna hit ten o'clock, and you're like, hold on a second, guys, I'm gonna crack an energy drink. <laughs> Don't know if I can do these next two hours. Do you remember when we played at uh, the wet spot in Ducoin? Yes, uh, they had. There was the fight outside. Yeah, that wasn't really where I was going with it, but uh, no, I just uh, <laughs> that, that, is that, the spot. that evening. Yes, yeah. um, we had open bar uh, for the band. I don't know if you remember this. Um, but we, we had, we could have whatever we wanted. Yeah. And, uh, one, I had already experienced that. I knew that I was not, and you were with me the time that I realized that I should not be drinking while playing shows ever. Uh, cause I, beer goes down real smooth for me. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I, we played at PKs one time mm-hmm. and, uh, just a three piece. Yeah. And uh and I remember playing horribly because I had too much of the open bar uh for the band. Yeah. Uh so I was like, oh that's not a good idea. I shouldn't do that anymore. Uh so we get wet spot. Remember when we were a four piece and then one of us had an open drug? Yeah. For the band. 
<laughs> that they like to do a lot. Yes. Yeah, that's why we didn't really do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in so at Wet Spot, we had open bar. We could do whatever we wanted uh, as far as drinks go. And they had these blue ice energy drinks that they like mixed in with uh, alcohol, like yeah. whatever, because people liked alcohol and energy drinks uh, at the same time, which would, would give me a wild like feeling of like alcohol is a downer, energy drinks an upper. Right. So like you just stay normal, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah. But, but I you're drunk, but just, you're normal. Yes. I just drank energy drinks the entire night. Like, yeah. It was just like, oh, I can, these are like three bucks a pop and I can have as many of them as I want. So I think I ended up drinking like four or five of those, like as we played the show. The jitters. It was so good. They were yummy. I don't remember if we talked about it on one, one of the episodes of the show, but whenever we used to do the, uh, when we were doing the UGC uh, stuff prior to like pre UGC, and we were still doing the game attic, but yeah. we were hosting different venues. Uh-huh. Um, we went out to uh, Carbondale, Murfreesboro, and then uh, one time we actually hosted a venue in Metropolis. And in Metropolis, there was a uh, a place that they could rent out for different places or different people, and it's called the Dairy. Okay. I don't know if you ever knew about it or heard about it. No, it doesn't ring a bell to me, no. It was like probably like 2005, six something like around there uh-huh. at that point in time. Anyway, they uh, this place uh, was rented out, and then we basically kind of hosted it as a land slash tournament for Guitar Hero, um, Halo Three, I believe. Uh, so it would maybe it was if it was Halo Three, it would have had to been at least 2007, actually. So that might be what I'm thinking of. So, uh, yes, yeah, we were hosting all these different tournaments and stuff like that, and then there was this one guy who uh, who came up. Uh, his name's John. Uh, he was a younger kid. I think he was like 14 or 15 at the time. And we were selling balls because we had a partnership with balls. Yeah. Um, and balls, uh, gave us, since we were hosting the land, they actually gave us like two cases for free to give away for like prizes or whatever if we wanted to. And then we purchased several more cases from them, uh, just to sell and stuff like that. So he came up and, um, I was kind of back and forth between helping run like the guitar hero tournament and then doing concession stuff as well for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was selling stuff for like energy drinks. And I asked Matt because I was like, Hey, should we do this? I'm not sure because John wanted to buy a case of the balls. <laughs> and I was just like, I wanted to make sure that we should sell this. <laughs> it was like, it's, you know, he's like 14. And then not only that, like this will also, for us kind of mess up your stuff, mess up our stock and stuff too. <laughs> so we wouldn't have enough maybe to go around for the remainder of the, the thing. He's like, Oh, we still have like all these jolt colas and stuff like that too, that we can still sell. So we'll go ahead and just, that's fine. Go ahead and go with it. Um, cut to about six hours later. It's at that point in time, about like seven or eight o'clock at night. And his mom is picking him up to take him to the ER because he had drank 14 of them. <laughs> Of a 24 case of glass balls. And his face was like completely beat red. His heart was racing like palpitations and shit like that. And was basically going into some kind of shock. Uh, I guess he checked out to be oh okay. They, 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 he was fine. Um, he just had to like basically go to like bed rest and drink nothing but water. Yeah. And just 
flush it out uh, on that. What, what's the the thing where you can only eat rice? Ban- what's that stuff that diet called? You know. know what I'm talking about? I think so. It's like rice, bananas, stuff like it's like a soft food diet and it's like very bland. And it's good for your digestive tract. It was like that and water and that was all he could have for Dang. at least like two days to kind of flush him out and get him back to normal and regular. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. Yeah, I bet it's scary because you're like, I'm the adult. Like, Yeah, we were the adult. Kind of and this kid's over here like red and he's holding his chest. And was like, a 14-year-old kid's having a heart attack on our door. <laughs> Yikes. I thought he was going to be an opportunist. And he was like, I'll buy this case. And Everyone up, else will. Upsell. Yeah, they'll sell out of balls because they let me buy this case. And then I'll just sell them for twice as much. Make some cash off of this. Yeah, I wouldn't have even been mad. I would have congratulated him. <laughs> like, 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 you're definitely a better businessman than us. <laughs> You should hire this kid, Matt. (laughs) But uh, nonetheless, uh, yeah, check out the Can't Get Rights. Come to the vets um, if you'd like to to come hang out with us. If you uh, can't make it down or if you're uh, not going out to places yet, not uh, fortunate enough to be vaccinated like we are, um, then go listen to us on all of the things. Uh, the, the light, the fuse, uh, EP is out Yeah, now. So it's a good segue, um, to music I've been listening to. Yeah. Uh, can't get rights is on my music list. What? Uh, new EP light, the fuse out now. Uh, if you haven't heard that in the last, you know, couple <laughs> seconds, I recommend at least, you know, going and giving it a little listen. Uh, the first time I went and listened to it was the day of release. Yeah. And on Spotify, whenever I like liked and favorited it, it was I might have been the first person to listen to it on Spotify nice. because it didn't have any numbers next to it for like <laughs> listens. And typically, until you hit that thousand listen, it will go past the thousand and it'll tell you like how many listens you've had exactly at that point in time. Oh, uh, And then eventually it'll have the less than 1000 next to the uh-huh. little icons of the songs. Um, to because it always tells you like how many streams a certain thing has had. Oh, okay. and uh, I didn't up, know until, that. up until you get to that thousand mark, it'll say less than 1,000 on it. Mm-hmm. And however, I went there, it didn't even have a less than thousand. I was like, that's the first time I've ever seen that. I must <laughs> be the first person to catch this. So then I clicked on him and I've listened to him several times. And I know Jay's going on there and listened to him several cool. times too. And you officially have that less than thousand mark. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, it's, 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 it's so good though i really really enjoy it a lot cool it's it's uh it's cool to see it out there to the point where like once i was doing that i was thinking well what other music have i done that i could just put out for i mean for for that it was it was like 30 bucks to to post it so it's like yeah. can i put the whole entire 52 out there for 30 bucks like does that absolutely because it's an album yeah it's <laughs> yeah. and could i put Box manifold. If it's, an, dead end, if it's like, an album and it's digital, then you could definitely do that. We could put the Dead End album up mm-hmm. uh, with like a bonus edition of the Shift Two songs. Yeah, uh, just on the back end of it, so you pay one thirty dollars thing, but all the Botch Manifold stuffs up there. What would it be under? Uh, just uh, right under, under Botch Manifold. Botch manifold. Yeah. You wouldn't put it under as for the rest of no. us. No. No, I just put it like have it. Its but own. as for the rest of us is the one, or as for the rest of us is fifty two is on there as tail end. As no, 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 no. I meant no. Put dead end on the back end of uh, or shift two on the back end of dead end. Botch. Yeah, yeah. So gotcha. that shift two and dead end were like together. I was meaning. Would you make two profiles? Yeah, they'd have a botch manifold profile, and then a, as for the rest, as of for the rest, of us. so yeah. you'd pay sixty. Yeah, that's what I was I'd getting do it. at. I didn't know if you were going to say pay the 130 there and then put your ass for the rest oh. of those 52 out and then also put botch manifold under one like a little umbrella. Just the it's just an entire just like back catalog of everything. Yeah. 
that's ever came out that we've ever I'm put cool out. <laughs> and it, also save, and the, it saves money. Put the dying in slow motion songs like up there. And yeah. <laughs> just as like, I think oh. there's how many that were actually recorded? Two. Like two. Yeah. 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 That was a two songer as well. Um, the Sloth Rust band that I listened yeah. to, uh, that I saw open with Highly Suspect a few years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, really, really love them. They have a new single out called Cranium. Uh, definitely a highly recommend for me. Uh, I don't know how uh, released uh, a cover of Deborah by Beck, which is arguably one of my favorite Beck songs anyways. Um, it's a very 70s kind of flair and flow to it and stuff. Very uh, The way that it was sang um, by Beck was more high-pitched, kind of like almost Barry Gibb in a way, if mm-hmm. you will, like Bee Gees-esque. Um, so that's a, that's a really good get. And then I don't know if you've listened to it, because I'm not sure how big of a fan of you are of it. Um, so Bruno Mars and mm-hmm. Anderson Pack. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Anderson Pack, but he's uh, been. I have uh, he's had some. I've talked about Anderson Pack on the show a couple of yeah, times okay. before. Um, definitely, kind of that same. Him and his band all uh, play uh, that kind of like a R and B music as well. Mm-hmm. And he plays drums and sings at the same time. But he's kind of like their front man, so they always put his kit right in the middle and everybody okay. else kind of around him. But him. Uh, Anderson Pack, his band, and Bruno Mars have gotten together and they made a project together called uh, Silk Sonic. Was that the name? Of, so is that the name of the project? Is that the name of the What's the song? The song is called Leave the Door Open. Okay. I was trying to figure out, like, for some reason, I thought the band was called Silk Sonic. The band is called Silk Sonic. And, yeah. But, like, I thought it was, like, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, and Silk Sonic. Like, it was, like, three separate, like... Yeah, no, it's things. it's like uh, so the, I think it's just yeah, all of them together is Silk Sonic. I it's see. just kind of a little little thing. Little. You can even go to like if you go to uh, to Spotify, you can type in Silk Sonic, and it'll pop up under one I little you. thing on there. Are they too. putting out an album or something yes. together? All yeah, of them? they already have. Uh, they have that song out, which is their big single, mm-hmm. and then they have an intro track for the album out as well oh, to like, listen to. And the intro track sounds so fucking just like James Brownie. Really? Like it's like Barry. Hey, what? What you do? Ah! Like nice. a very like all over the board kind of cool. like James Brownie flavor to it. Awesome! I'm so excited for this thing. It's so good. What do you think about? We were talking about this yesterday, well, Thomas and I were. Um, if you had the ability to either mm-hmm. say I'm going to give you one single for a song, maybe sure. even or album, maybe one single even two. for an album, yeah, okay. or two, or if you got a 10 second preview. 10 to 15 second preview of every song on that album. What would you prefer? Probably the single still. You think you still, still think yeah. the singles? I was, I've done the, the cause they have the uh, album previews on like uh, Amazon music. And I think Apple music too, mm-hmm. where you could sample usually like 20 or 30 seconds, I think maybe and it was 30 like seconds of a thing when it had, that was, <laughs> it's like the tail end of a, yeah, yeah. Like a tail end of a verse leading into that. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think I, I think, more or less, I like the idea of having there's something about still an alert to the mystery of what everything else is going to come out. Like you have these hopes and uh, aspirations for yeah. what the rest of it will end up coming out as. And you don't have those like little telltale things because then you like listen to every little sample of everything, even if it's like 10 or 15 seconds, you can kind of get like a feel or a flavor of it. And you're mm-hmm. like, this kind of sounds like something that maybe be like a half these th- songs I might listen to half of them I might not kind of yeah. a thing to it might give you enough time just enough time to kind of get that feel of it 
And part of me would just be rather be surprised whenever I hit a track or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, this is a fucking cool slow jam. This is a this is a fire. Yeah. This be this track be fire, son. <laughs> uh, Hashtag lit. I, I've been meaning to ask you another question, too. Oh. So we're, it's all music related. I just kind okay. of like while we're in music brain, I wanted to. So uh, like T Swift, you know, I'm I'm into into some Tizzle some Tay some Tay some Tay Tay uh, from time to time. So she's been doing this thing where she puts out these like EPs, mm -hmm. and they're just kind of collections of the songs, but like in different order. Like sometimes there's a remix or something or a different mix of something in there, but. Also, sometimes it's just a collection of like maybe the album's 12 songs and she's like, hey, here's four of them in a different order. And this is like and she calls it something, whatever. And it's an, it's it's labeled as an EP. So it still comes out as an album, but the songs are just mixed up. So like, yeah, let's just let's say like like folklore, the album comes okay. out. Yeah. But then she's got like eight different little EPs that are those same songs, but kind of reconfigured. Sometimes there's only like three songs. Maybe there's six songs on the next one, but they're in like a different order and they kind of tell, I guess, maybe a story Okay. that she's she's got. And Halsey did this, too, not too long ago. And I thought it was, you know, when Taylor did it, I thought that was weird. But then when it, my girl that, Halsey that, does it. I mean, that means it's cool if you do have a story to tell, I guess, to a certain extent. Well, and I got to thinking, I was like. Once once Halsey did it, I I was like I started actually thinking about it instead of just kind of dissing it because sure she's my girl, um, but <laughs> but I, it almost seems like because you as an artist can't put out Me? like your yeah so if you're if you're the fifty two let's just say so the fifty two uh, we've got out and then we decide to put together and we did this in sets when we when we did all this and then we we're milking the same cow we've always been milking. Uh, but, uh, we did like a folk set and we did a rock set and then we did yeah. like the storyline set and we had all these things. And so it'd be no different than us making these little, like, and I really think all they're doing is they're making like playlists that are interesting. They're like, I like to listen to these songs in this order and I call it this thing, but I guess you can't like technically officially across all platforms just say like, Hey, here's the the official taylor swift playlist so they're releasing them as eps instead sure and i'm like well that's kind of interesting like what if more people did that that way and we're like here's it's a good the way thing, to, but here's like another way to consume this it's a good way for an artist to kind of bring up something and and bring maybe breathe new life back into irrelevant again like kind of pop yeah. up to, at the top of the especially list especially if it's something that happens not too terribly far from the actual initial right. release the like Gwynedd Folklore release that was last year. That was last year, and then there was the one at the end of the year too. Sure. Like, but so yeah, I'll say like we'll do Folklore, and then like two months later, she does this playlist thing that's only like three songs. Yeah, and she's like, these songs were meant to go back to back to back, kind of technically because they actually tell one cohesive story. Yeah, and that brings relevance. The people who listen to those three songs, like, oh, maybe I should listen to Folklore again because I really like that album. It's it's, it's kind of kind of like a bringing up, like, hey, don't forget about this again, kind of exactly. Thing. It's kind of like the downward slope from like you have single, single, single yeah. album. Then playlist, playlist, Whereas playlist. For us, I mean, and it might be the same, you know, concept for her. For us, it was more of like a fun thing because we wanted to mix up the yeah. way that we wanted to play our music itself initially. Absolutely. And I mean, she's probably not necessarily doing this, being like, "Hey, I'm only going to play these five songs tonight" or something like that, right. because they tell one story and then I'm done, kind of a thing. But 
for us, you know, if it was out of 52, we were going to pick 14 and they were all folky songs. Yeah. Because we wanted to do a folk night, then that would play well. Or if we wanted to just go fast, almost borderline like rock, pop punk kind of a night or something like that, then we would pick these 12 yeah. songs and it would just be that kind of a thing for practice. So it always made stuff switch up and a lot you know, easier to swallow sometimes for us yeah, rather kind than of, yeah. just kind of drumming off what we would consider quote unquote the hits. It's kind of a different mindset you could get yourself yeah. into. And again, so yeah, I think this kind of seems like there's a, a two, a double edge like thing that could S-word. be positive to that. A double edge S word. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's sword. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, <laughs> sometimes a little slow, but yeah, it's, it kind of got me uh, kind of like, I didn't like it. And then I kind of liked it. And I was like, yeah, and especially like during a time where there's not live shows a lot, yeah. like I guess it's a way to like you said stay relevant, stay mm-hmm. at the top of that list of like releases and also be like if it was if I was playing a show tonight, these are the songs I'd like to play in that order. That this is what I would have done for you. So mm-hmm. enjoy them in that order. I think on the on that kind of a note too, like uh whenever we would watch me and Mandy during quarantine stuff, uh Justin Furstenfeld of Blue October yeah. was playing a lot of different live shows on some streaming sites and mm-hmm. stuff that we you actually pay tickets for. Yeah. And it kind of helps promote the artists and stuff Absolutely. too. And it was only like five bucks, I think, you know, for us to be able to stream the thing. Yeah. And certain things were maybe potentially him playing albums. Uh, some of them were actually like he would take bits and pieces of albums on like different shows because he did quite a few of them. Um, he would take bits and pieces from other albums and kind of push them together because they cohesively would tell a story of like where he was literally at in his life kind right. of a thing and kind of you're following this arc and he would kind of tell you the story in between playing the songs being like, and this is what was happening at this point. And then he would play that song and that's what that song was about that mo- moment. And then like, and then I went into rehab and whenever I was in rehab and he would talk about like that and he would just very flow very, very cohesively with that. And then I think the newest one they're doing now is literally like all of the singles like oh, front to back, all cool. of the albums and stuff, just cool playing idea. all the singles. That way people will be like, hey, everybody knows all these songs. So uh, this will be the one to watch if you like singing out loud yeah. because you know everything. I, uh, I've been trying to. I'm I'm bad. I I just uh, did another like live event that I paid for, and then I the stream was kind of goofy the night of the of the actual show. It was uh, the 25th anniversary of Rent, the mm-hmm. the musical, and uh, so there was a bunch of different things that were going to be going on through the night. And got on the stream. It was a little uh, patchy, and it was like, oh, you'll have it on demand for like five more days afterwards. So I was yeah. like, cool. And then I went to go on it, and it expired thirty minutes before I got on there, and I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> so I'm I'm really bad about like if I don't consume it right when you're supposed to. Like I've I this is like the third event that I've paid for during COVID that I didn't actually consume. Yeah, at least part of it, and it's like so frustrating. To it, did you see? Um, this has nothing to do with anything, but it just popped in my brain. Um. The that Bath and Body Works fight this morning on the the video. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, I uh, I still really don't know the context of what was going on. Yeah, um, from what I can tell, it happened yesterday. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. At the it store. happened. It happened yesterday because I I the watched the video. Picked it up and I watched the video whenever I was on break from work. Yeah, it was up on Twitter and. There was was one of the some lady was yelling at somebody else. And then one of the employees just like went ham, egg and cheese on the lady. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there was 
So from what I gather, because there were two videos and one of them didn't give you a lot of information. The other one gave you a little bit more. It had seemed as though someone was in the Bath and Body Works store, no mask. Right. Too close to another person. Sure. And was asked to, I think, distance away, distance themselves from the other. And uh, and I think that things got heated in the middle of all that. Sure. And then they asked the lady that was maskless to leave because she was not listening to the directive and, and everything. And she wouldn't, she wouldn't, she wouldn't. And to a point where she was yelling at customers and everything. And then the, uh, there was an employee that had, uh, was trying to get her to go out the door and go out the door and everything. And at some point, the I, it looked like the employee laid hand on the lady first. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, no, you don't touch me. And uh, and then it became this, like, white trash bash. Yeah. Um, and- Physical altercation. My favorite thing that I watched from that is um, one of the ladies who seemed very white trashy. She was wearing, like, a tube top that she should not have been wearing <laughs> um, if you catch midriff. And um, I, I meant midriff because it was there. Ah. Out. Nice. Uh, if you catch midriff, uh, <laughs> uh, she was holding, I think she was holding like a coffee in one hand, okay. like it looked like a, a frozen coffee. Yeah. And then her Bath and Body Works, and she puts her coffee down, and then she's still holding onto the bag of Bath and Body Works, and she's just slightly moving her arm up, just trying to like stop. <laughs> that, was, that was her way of like intervening to yeah stop like fight. everybody else was like trying to get around like in and uh, the couple of the male employees like came out and they were like yeah. picking up the people and like I trying to, to push them and like, it, yeah. like you need to and she was trying to diffuse as well but her her way of doing it was like stop. doing that <laughs> and she tries to put her arm in she tries to push away the <laughs> bath and body works employee a little bit and keep them away from each other but she still holding on to all of her shit that's in this bag that she just bought and she's just like putting one arm in very lightly. Didn't even touch anybody. She's just gingerly like <laughs> trying to like beam them in there. I don't know. Yeah, it was a hot mess. And uh, it was the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning and delighted me to no means because yeah. I was like, I can imagine this is this is amazing thing that's, to wake up to. It's like one of those things that like I wouldn't have been more surprised if like the lady that was maskless because they were like so adamant about getting her out of the store just spat in somebody's face because it seemed like that kind of atmosphere. You know yeah, what I mean? Like absolutely. she would she was just <laughs> and then they're just like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? And get even worse. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was doing interviews today uh, for a, a position I've got open at uh, the job I'm at, I work at and. Uh, I was, I was, an, it was kind of an entertaining day because people talking about their job and there were some like healthcare workers, like, like customer service, healthcare workers and stuff, frontline, like mm-hmm. checking temperatures and questionnaires and shit. The stories that these people have from this event, like mm-hmm. this year long situation we've been in are like, I, I just wanted to sit and listen this entire, like for the whole day, I could have just been like, Tell me more, like, mm-hmm. because there are, there's people who will not put a mask on to get, to seek healthcare. Like they, you, if you have to wear a mask to get in there, they won't do it. And, uh, they're like bleeding and won't put a mask on. And it's, it's bizarre. It is a very interesting. Yeah, it is really crazy to me. It uh, makes my eye twitch a little bit. Does it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandy just sent me a text with a little image on there, and it says the Pixar promise. Un- and Pix- at Pixar tweeted, it says, unlike Warner Brothers, 
you can guarantee our mom characters will have an absolute dump truck of a booty. <laughs> what? <laughs> They'll have an absolute dump truck of a booty. What? Like I a d- big fat round ass, like a nice mom ass. I don't. I guess I don't understand childbearing the, hips. The reference is that like a normal in that, yeah every Pixar movie. They're one hundred percent. I don't think Andy's mom had an ass, dude. They all have an ass. I don't know if Andy's mom does. I feel like she's straight and narrow. No, 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 no. no you you don't see her. You don't see her too much. But I think when you see her, <laughs> she got some curves. I think she's got a little. Is bit Warner of Brothers curve. not not so much? I don't think so. I feel like the Animaniacs is pretty. I think they were referring to the fact of the new Space Jam Jam trailer uh, that, or not trailer, but the still images and stuff that oh, had come out. Uh-huh. And they were showing like Lola Bunny and everything, and then the, how they've tamed her down now. Yeah, uh, she's very, very straight, narrow, very slim, sleek, bunny esque yeah. frame. Not unlike Bugs. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the Which she 90s. was too, right? Like in the nineties. No, no, she was very thick. Richie. Yeah. I don't remember that that mm-hmm. way. I thought that she was like... They gave her hips. They gave her some boobage. Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, a little bit of like... Yeah, but, but I don't now, remember being now voluptuous. It, now it's not at all. By any means. She um, was uh, not voluptuous in the sense of like Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, that's what I'm like. like I but thought, she was definitely like more sexually charged like and it was meant a, to be. She had some bumps. Yeah. She had some Because there was even... Bites. You know what I mean? Like there was... There was... Uh, there was... There were moments where... In that movie, where it was meant like when to be they like introduced a, her and stuff yeah. like that, like and like the characters like steaming out of their right. collars and shit like that and stuff like that, and it was very, it was meant to be a very like sexually driven gotcha. stuff. And now they've like they said that they, that's not a thing at all. They toned that all completely out, down, no curves. She's just a girl rabbit. Yeah, that's absolutely. all there is to it and stuff like that. I think that's what that was meant to be like. And like, I take they're, it. they're like, we're not afraid. Like their moms and they've got fucking dump trucks of asses. You know what I mean? <laughs> like she just unloading on you and i take it that that's not actually from pixar it's probably not (laughs) i film new zealand